We begin tonight with safety on public transit following a series of violent assaults in different Canadian cities on board buses and LRTs and such. The Surrey Board of Trade here in BC today asked TransLink, who operate public transit in that region, for more safety measures for women on public transit. That comes after a random assault on a 17-year-old girl on a city bus on April the 1st. Video shows a much larger man punching and kneeing her as she sat at the back of the bus. He's since been arrested. Meantime, in Edmonton last month, a 78-year-old woman was pushed onto LRT tracks in what police have described as a violent and unprovoked assault. And my next guest was on a visit to Edmonton from Vancouver Island with her daughter and was on an Edmonton bus on the afternoon of May the 1st with her sister and daughter when they were repeatedly attacked by a woman they did not know and pretty much left to fend for themselves during the hour-long incident. And Patty Garside joins me now from Courtney on Vancouver Island. Patty, thank you so much for your time tonight. Mm, thank you, Ben. I'm glad that I can join in this evening. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like a like a really scary incident that just sort of happened uh, without without any provocation, really. How, how did it unfold? Well, it was absolutely shocking. I mean, we, we flew in from Vancouver Island that, you know, that day. We came in, you know, with WestJet into Edmonton, and uh, we decided that we were going to take public transit instead of renting a, um, a car. And so we got on to, you know, the bus and then the LRT, and then we were on another bus and this woman boarded and she it was she looked clean cut well put together um looked like she had a bag of groceries and she was trying to engage my daughter and and she was getting in aggressive in her conversation talking about her life being hell she lived in hell she knew satan and then all of a sudden she just lunged for my daughter and like at her face, ripping her glasses off and, you know, causing a cut on her face. And then she grabbed my sister. It was, it was terrifying and it happened so quickly. And it continued for quite a while, didn't it? That was the most shocking part. I, I gather that A, it continued for quite a while and B, you weren't getting much help from other passengers either. No, Ben, we, we didn't. I mean, um, you know, she when she went for my sister, and then you know, I I stepped in, got my daughter's glasses back, and the bus driver had pulled over and was telling her to get off the bus, and she was not getting off the bus, and I said, "You need to get off the bus," and and then she started attacking me, and nobody else even stood up to say, "Get off the bus." They pulled out their phones uh, to video what was going on and i was able to um wrestle her off the bus as she was attacking me um got her off the bus and the bus driver shut the door and then we continued on our way to the transit station and that's where i was i was told i could file a complaint by phone or go home and file a complaint or a report um but I, I felt that it, you know, I wasn't, being a visitor, I had absolutely no idea who to call, what to do. And then we got to the transit station and we're standing there trying to figure out what to do. And there was a male at the transit station who was trying to engage with us and yelling at us, um, saying, you white women with your white power. So we couldn't even go into the transit station at all for any refuge. And then a bus pulled up 
And uh, four teenage girls got off of this bus screaming and running. And the woman who had assaulted and attacked us on the on our bus came off of that bus. Like, I don't even know how she was able to get back on another bus. Why, why was there, you know, no, nothing sense saying, hey, there is somebody, there was assault on the bus, be wary of, you know, such and such passenger with a description. But she was able to get onto another bus and assault more people. What happened after? Did you just head home at that point? Well, what happened was that, you know, these girls were screaming and then then she um, turned to us and started to, like, chase all of us. And I am not familiar. And I was on I was on the line on my cell phone with the non-emergency police line to uh, file a complaint about, you know, being assaulted. And. you know, it was just, I remember screaming into the phone, we need help, we need help. And she was chasing us, um, you know, and more and more is coming to me as the days go by. I'm starting to remember things. And and I remember there was a, I saw that there was a bathroom. I thought, okay, well, I can get us all in there and we can close the door and we'll be safe. But apparently I've been told that that button has been disabled because of overdoses and people sleeping in the bathroom. Right. I, I'm, I'm not too sure, I, you know, if that's, that's a true fact or not, but that's what I have been uh, uh, told. So, I mean, we right. had absolutely nowhere to go. <laughs> like it was, you, do, you do eventually, I gather, manage to get away. Um, well, and are, I, you're injured too at this point, right? Well, exactly. I mean, we're still, my daughter was cut on the face. My, my sister was shaken up. But the second assault happened. We ran towards uh, another bus that had the doors open. We ran onto that bus. There was nobody else on the bus. So there's myself, my daughter, my sister, and um, there was either three or four teenage girls who ran on this bus thinking that there'd be somebody there to help us. There was nobody on the bus. This woman stepped onto the bus, still, um, you know, in her in her mental state. So we stepped off the bus. She went for my daughter. I screamed at her. So she turned and grabbed my sister by the arm and was punching her in the face. So I stepped in you know, to help my sister because nobody else. I mean, there was people walking around and nobody came to our aid. So I got my sister behind me, my daughter behind me, and somehow a bus driver appeared and said, come on the bus. So as I was backing up to get onto the bus and she was continuing to assault me, um, you know, right until I got onto the bus and the driver shut the door and then she was banging on the uh, on the bus. Yeah, I read some. Yeah, I mean, it it just sounds like such a horrific hour. Um, I read in an interview that you did that you understood that the woman herself was was obviously having an episode. She was in bad shape, and that you didn't blame her specifically, but you wondered what had happened to a system that would allow someone in so much difficulty just to be wandering around. Well, exactly, Ben. It's. You know, it's like, what has happened to her? And, you know, what I saw, what I thought was a bag of groceries actually ended up being a carton of juice and a bottle of Mm -hmm. alcohol. 
So um, I'm almost I'm also told that people can get on a bus without having to pay. You know, I, I understand. You know, there's vulnerable, there's homeless, there's uh, people that have nowhere else to go. So transit is um, a safe place. What they think, you know, they can be warm, they can be dry. Um, and the transit stations, uh, what, what I'm led to believe is what what was happening is that these transit shelters were open up for, you know, the vulnerable and the homeless in order to shelter during cold weather. But right. the, the, the solution has now become the problem. And, and it's not necessarily always safe to go into a transit station. I mean, this was the middle of an afternoon on a Sunday. So, so. Patty, has it, has it changed the way, I know you're back here now on Vancouver Island, has it changed the way at all that you feel about riding on public transit? Do you feel safe? Well, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have to have a vehicle. Uh, however, my daughter in Victoria, you know, she, before the pandemic, was, you know, riding the bus. Often, it was, you know, more cost-effective than, than using a vehicle. And, and she hesitates to get on transit. Um, you know, I, I, I have a sister who lives in New York, and I've rode transit there a number of times, and I feel safer on a New York transit uh, system than I do the Edmonton. There was, there was no security around. There was um, nothing, like being a visitor. I didn't know what, I didn't know what to do. Patty Garside, I'm glad you're okay. Um, mm-hmm. I know she was picked up later, or at least mm-hmm. uh, apprehended later. Uh, but yeah. what a story. Uh, Patty, thank you so much for sharing it with us tonight. I think it's such a cautionary tale just about the troubles that we're seeing that aren't necessarily anybody specific's fault, but these are the kinds of things that we're seeing happening. Uh, Patty, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Ben.